Thank you for joining me for today's Beast Watch News Update. News from the Internet's most comprehensive Bible prophecy news website, BeastWatchNews.com. I'm Kimberly Rogers Brown. Israel has reached a new COVID milestone. Israel's health and tourism ministries have announced that a limited number of vaccinated tourists will be allowed to enter Israel in organized groups starting May 23rd. Individual travelers are expected to be allowed in at a later stage. The date is important. The first thing to recognize is that it comes after the possibility of a second Passover and after Shavuot, but just in time for organized vaccinated groups of tourists to make arrangements to be in Jerusalem for Sukkot. You know, those who have shown themselves willing to be marked by the beast will now be allowed to attend the feasts in Jerusalem so they can further come under the beast's authority. Tourists will be required to take a PCR coronavirus test before boarding a plane to Israel, even if they're vaccinated. Upon arrival in Israel, they will have to take both a PCR test and a serological test, which proves the existence of antibodies, even after being vaccinated. Ail Carlin, Tourism Commissioner for North America, announced the news saying that we have come so far and it is for this reason that we are adapting this proactive strategy of having a phased opening. 60% of Israel's population has been vaccinated and with the U.S. and Israel using the same vaccines, We are hoping that by summer we can open our doors wide and welcome every visitor to Israel who would like to come. Yes, of course, the U.S. and Israel are using the same vaccines. They are sisters, Ahola and Aholaba, the two abominable sisters of Ezekiel 23. As the vaccine rollout continues to accelerate and the broader U.S. economy appears to reopen, talk of vaccine verification apps has heated up. Sure has. Tech companies, healthcare providers, and even retail stores are working on digital health pass apps that will allow users to show proof of vaccination before entering events and businesses. The state of New York is already scanning IBM's Excelsior app at the door of venues such as Madison Square Garden ahead of sporting events. If you've tested negative for COVID-19 or received a vaccine, you can watch a Rangers hockey game in person. Listen, these apps prove nothing about the virus. They don't prove that a person is protected against Wuhan virus or that they cannot now spread the disease. These apps are not about the virus. The vaccines are not about the virus. They are about obedience to the new system, the beast system that the great resetters are trying to corral everyone into. New York State has rolled out the Excelsior Pass and now Orange County, California will have its own app for vaccinated citizens. 
Jen Psaki told the truth when she said there would be no U.S. centrally organized database of the vaccinated. Uh, duh! There doesn't need to be. Businesses ranging from the small to the large are jumping on board the vaccination train. Being vaccinated is now the new normal. And if you don't get vaccinated, you're not normal anymore. If you're not normal, you can be put away into various hell holes, institutions, FEMA camps, and treated like the insane asylum industry has treated people for hundreds of years. These are the places where people die after having been used as human guinea pigs for all kinds of treatments, starting with electroshock therapy in the last century. In fact, vaccine apps let's just call them vax ports from now on, okay, are the new wave and opportunity for small businesses to get on board to fill their pockets. But still, small businesses will have to vie for their piece of the pie against the likes of IBM, Microsoft, Salesforce, Oracle, Mayo Clinic, and the Commons Project. Jenny Wanger, the Director of Programs for Linux Foundation Public Health, said hundreds of companies are actively involved in making vaccine credential solutions. Her organization is behind the COVID-19 Credentials Initiative, a global community made up of more than 450 technologists, academics, and healthcare professionals from more than 100 organizations that is among the groups establishing standards for vaccine health pass apps, Vaxports. The aim is to set guidelines so apps can be interoperable and open sourced, allowing developers to see what's happening behind the coding to create a more transparent and collaborative process. Hey, they're going to be everywhere, these Vaxports. Wanger said, we're working on this system so there isn't a way for one company or one group of companies to have power over health records or be overly dominant. No, of course not. This process of corralling the people has to be democratic among the merchants of the earth. Remember, Revelation 18 says that one of the commodities the merchants of the earth will trade in is the souls of men, your DNA and your data. Orange County Health Care Agency officials said the digital passport enables individuals to participate safely and with peace of mind in activities that involve interactions with other people, including travel, attractions, conferences and meetings, concerts, sports, school, and more. In theory, she said, if people will have the freedom to choose what apps they want to use, I don't think we'll see a future where you can buy paper towels through a Walmart app and then also get your vaccine credentials. But we think people will be able to manage their credentials through a platform and then use that domestically or overseas. Oh yeah, it's going to be so easy. Getting jabbed is the one act that all people globally will have in common. They might not be able to speak each other's language, 
but they all will have been poked and poisoned they might experience very different income levels from nation to nation but they will all have been poked and poisoned what is the more that Wanger is talking about well right now they're not telling you but you know where this is going right Hawaii's Governor David Ige is also pushing a plan for vaccination passports that it would allow travelers to avoid quarantine and COVID-19 testing. Several governors, including Texas Governor Greg Abbott and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, both Republicans, have issued executive orders barring the use of vaccine passports. Australia has not rolled out vaxports yet. No, that country has taken a different and horrible approach to the Wuhan non-pandemic. That government has locked down its citizens and residents for both international and domestic travel. Travel within Australia is severely curtailed. Listen to what a native Australian wrote to me this week. I'm in Australia. I'm really concerned about the vaccine rollout and its implications on our survival. The only way I can see the future is to get an off-road vehicle and caravan and surviving off-grid. Once the vaccines and passports come in, we will not be able to live with people who are injected. I figure that if I can live off the land or fish for food to barter, then I could survive. I can't see how I can continue living with family and friends who are vaccinated. The beast system will ostracize and penalize those who don't acquiesce, said this person. Well, I have to say my reply was insensitive, albeit unintentionally so, as I look back at it now. I replied that the Australian outback is not a safe wilderness. It is not the place prepared for Yahweh's woman, his people. And I sent the link to my recent three-part series on the wilderness of the people where Yahweh's woman will be safe. I was not aware of what was going on in Australia, but the reply came back that Australians cannot travel. The person further said there is no international travel allowed at present from Australia. They are saying that soon, October 2021, we will have a travel bubble with New Zealand and perhaps Singapore, but you will need to have a vaccine, coronavirus test, and wear a mask. Today, they said it won't be until next year that all Australians will be vaccinated. Obviously, I will not partake in any of that. Seeing your article of how the unvaccinated in Israel are being treated is a view into the the future so I have had nearly a year to get used to the idea that I won't be able to leave Australia if I could I would go to Jordan but I would need to have a vaccine to leave Australia and probably one to enter Jordan by the time I'd get there My idea was to get out of suburbia and the city to a coastal area where I could fish and eat and survive and pray till the end. Even traveling across states is difficult. Sudden lockdowns and a requirement to have a coronavirus test 
and then being stuck interstate in quarantine for 14 days at your own expense means we have only traveled within our own state of South Australia. Before the seven-month lockdown in Victoria, an estimated 40,000 people left the state in caravans, RVs, to do the lap around Australia. Caravan parks are full. The main highways are full of these vehicles. The CEO of our national airline, Qantas, has come out and said that only the vaccinated will be allowed to travel once international flights resume and that all other airlines would follow suit. By the way, Qantas is part owned by AstraZeneca. So he would say that, wouldn't he? It is no accident that this situation has rolled out in Australia. Americans are so full of themselves that they only focus on themselves and don't even notice when the other Ephraimite nations are in trouble. The great resetters are trapping all the nations, and they must trap Americans too. But they first have to take down the lesser Ephraimite and other nations which isn't hard because Americans just don't know what is happening anywhere else. America's Christian, Messianic, Jewish, and Hebrew roots leaders are saying the mark of the beast has not yet arrived. And they're telling people to make their own decisions about taking the vaccine rather than warning the people. I reported a few weeks ago about some well-known religious leaders and refuted what they said. One of them had stated the vaccine was not the mark of the beast because he could still buy and sell for the time being in America, yes. But who knew what was going on in Australia? I didn't, and I bet this man didn't either. Another person emailed me with this. I have a few friends that keep telling me that prophets, priests, pastors are claiming it's not the mark of the beast and that God will forgive them for taking this. Well, I'm going to address that God will forgive them for taking the vaccine in a minute, but let's stay focused on Australia for a minute, folks. This is coming to America and it's coming quickly. The great resetters have designed America to be the last to fall, not the first. America's apathy is trapping people. Australians, our example, are isolated from the rest of the world. National borders are now Australians prison and soon America will become a no-fly prison. I replied back to this Australian saying, you truly are stuck. I don't know how this situation in Australia missed my purview, and it certainly did. I can now see how many of Yahweh's people will get stuck in their countries until halfway through the tribulation or until the end because now people are still not getting out of those places. They can still buy and sell. Everything's okay. America's economy is being made to appear to be booming. Keep people busy buying. There is no international travel allowed at present from Australia with a few exceptions. 
If you are an Australian citizen or a permanent resident, you cannot leave Australia due to COVID-19 restrictions unless you have an exemption. You can apply online, but you must meet at least one of the following. Your travel has to be part of the response to the COVID-19 outbreak, including the provision of aid. Your travel must be for business or for your employer, or you are traveling to receive urgent medical treatment that is not available in Australia. If you're traveling outside of Australia, you have to have a compelling reason for to go for three months or longer. Um, if you are traveling outside of Australia, you have to be doing so on compassionate or humanitarian grounds. You know, you have to be a volunteer with an approved organization. Or your travel must be in the national interest. How many people can qualify under that, do you think? And you cannot travel to Australia unless you're an Australian citizen, permanent resident, or in an exempt category. Qantas, a merchant of the earth, is running the show in Australia, not the Australian government. The government is just complying with what Qantas wants. The airline began its vaccine oppression with its own vaccine passport, its Vaxport app, in March 2021. The purpose of the app was for repatriation of Australians living abroad. Qantas's common pass is one of several apps now that have been developed to offer passengers a secure way to verified COVID test results, vaccinations, and health declarations to government officials or airline staff. Qantas is also continuing to assess another app developed by the International Air Transport Association, the IATA, which a number of other airlines, including Air New Zealand, are trialing. Both apps provide a platform for certified testing labs to send results to passengers so that they can meet travel requirements for COVID tests or vaccines before travel. Despite the majority of Australians unlikely to be vaccinated against COVID-19 until next year, Qantas is holding firm on their plan to fly overseas by October 31st. In a statement, Qantas said it was closely monitoring the recent developments in the rollout of vaccines in Australia. The government has not updated its timeline for the effective completion of the vaccine rollout and at this stage there's no change to the planned restart of our international flights, said a Qantas spokeswoman. We'll continue to have a dialogue with the government. The announcement comes after a revelation last week advising that the AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine was no longer recommended for under 50s due to a small risk of blood clots developing in some recipients of the AstraZeneca vaccination. As a result, the Pfizer jab will be encouraged for those under the age of 50. And right in here is there's a little tiny detail that you need to keep in mind that shows up up here in this statement while remaining unspoken in this last sentence you see Pfizer and Israel are working together to jab the global population 
The jab is coming from the U.S. and Israel, and it is used to start marking the people. Now, the world is not viewing it this way, so let me explain why and how this is so. To do that, I will have to repeat some information that I've been saying over and over. First, understand the two beasts of Revelation 13. The first beast is the United Nations. The second beast is the Judeo-Christian beast, the one that brings the mark of the first beast to the earth with its World Economic Forum and the World Health Organization. Please go and listen to or read that article you can click that link John the Revelator said the first beast would give its authority to the second beast the Judeo-Christian beast represented by the US and Israel America's Pfizer Pharma Company and Israel have received the UN's authority to roll out the vax ports which verify the beasts the World Health Organization's karagma puncture made by that tiny sharpened car axe and if you think that vax port apps don't equal receiving the beast's mark in your hand think again First, the jab is the karagma, the sharpened end of a carax in Revelation 13. You can click on that link and go get that information. Next, the phone app is evidence of the mark that you hold in your hand. Most people are right-sided and right-handed and they take their phones that mark with their hand now I still believe there will be an actual quantum tattoo at the end of all this the marking process using vaccinations but that will only come when people get tired of hauling out the phone at every stop during their day at the mall at the gas station at the hair salon at the entrance to their children's school at Walmart at the bank at the doctor's office and the post office Amazon's or some other system of needing only to wave your hand everywhere you go will be so much more convenient and people don't like to be inconvenienced so now let's go back to news.com.au a setback comes just days after Australian residents were given their first taste of overseas travel normality with New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern announcing the trans-Tasman travel bubble will be open from April 19th oh darn just when we were getting back to normal too you know what that is that's the offer and then the takeaway the new corridor will mean Australians can travel over the ditch and into New Zealand without needing to enter mandatory hotel quarantine. Oh, yippee-ki-yay! Eh? Deloitte Access Economics' latest quarterly business outlook predicts international travel won't fully return until 2024 as international borders open slowly until then. Mr. Morrison hoped to see every willing citizen vaccinated by the end of October there you have it 
the plan to continue re-educating people in the locked down national borders until people calmly accept their new fate as slaves of the beasts of Revelation 13. Now, let me address the forgiveness of sin for those who, in willful defiance, take the jab. In Deuteronomy 29, verses 14 and 15, Yahweh said he was not making his covenant with the Israelites standing before Moses only. Yahweh included all future generations. In verses 16 uh, to 18, Yahweh gives a warning to that future generation about worshiping the gods of the nations let me put it this way the gods of today's United Nations and more specifically worshiping the United Nations beast as God Deuteronomy 29:18 and 19 says lest there be among you man woman family or tribe whose heart turns away today from Yahweh our God to go to serve the gods of those nations lest there should be among you a root that produces bitter poison and it happened when he hears the words of this curse wherever you are in the nations hearing the words of this curse that he blessed himself in his heart saying I shall have peace though I walk in the stubbornness of my heart to destroy the moist with the dry Yahweh's people for 3500 years have said they have peace in their hearts for their rebellions and abominations how often have we heard someone say I have peace in my heart when you're seeing what they're doing and what they're doing is declared by Yahweh to be a sin a crime against Torah you know I had a friend who told me uh, Sunday worship must be good with God because she had peace in her heart about it now there are people saying I don't like what Kimberly or some other person says about the vaccine being the mark of the beast I need my job I need to send my kids to school I need to go to the mall I need to shop for food let me listen to someone else and get a different opinion well if there is a question in your mind about this vaccination being the mark of the beast and you go ahead and take the jab for the convenience of your life you are walking in the stubbornness of your heart second timothy verses four chapter four verses three and four for the time will come when they will not listen to the sound doctrine but having itching ears will heap up for themselves teachers after their own lust you're going to go after somebody that has your opinion and they verify your opinion and they will turn away their ears from the truth and turn away to fables walking in the stubbornness of your own heart by not listening to sound understanding and getting someone to scratch your itching ears has a result Deuteronomy 29:20 says Yahweh will not pardon him but then Yahweh's anger and his jealousy will smoke against that man and all the curse that is written in this book will fall on him and Yahweh will blot out his name from under the sky be careful with that attitude 
it will earn you the second and eternal death even though you say with your lips that you believe in Yahweh Isaiah 29:13 The Lord said for as much as this people draw near me with their mouth and with their lips do honor me but have removed their heart far from me and their fear toward me is taught by the precept of men Yahweh's patience has a limit he has put up with people worshiping other gods mixed into worship of him in Christianity and Judaism and he is about to do away with that his test given to religious people in the end of days is the mark of the beast which is worship of the beast choosing to accept Revelation 13's karagma by getting different people's opinions about the matter is done by a hard heart and is done in service to the beast service and worship are synonyms in Hebrew we think of worship as going to church and singing and waving our hands around and crying no that is adoration the Hebrew word for worship is abodah and it means service to serve whatever you do that serves the purposes of the beast as the beast's mark surely does is your service to the beast it is your worship your compliance with entering into the UN's covenants known by the various names agenda 21 agenda 2030 ID 2020 you know they're all the same covenant is you serving the beast the one that will bring all the nations against Jerusalem so that Yeshua can destroy it and earlier I said that people's nations are becoming their prisons this is no truer than what is happening in the tiny nation of St. Vincent's where a volcano went off and those people are being evacuated on cruise ships but not without a COVID vaccine business insider reports that people on the volcano stricken island of St. Vincent will be evacuated to certain neighboring islands only if they've been vaccinated against COVID-19 the nation's prime minister said cruise ships have been dispatched to the island that is being partially evacuated after the 4,000 foot high volcano Le Sofrer erupted on Friday but people have to be vaccinated before they board the cruise ship Ralph Gonsalves the Prime Minister of St. Vincent and the Grenadines said at a press conference the day after the eruption folks under the threat of death St. Vincent's people are being forced to be vaccinated folks it is better to die than to take that vaccine those who say this vaccine does not equal the mark of the beast don't know what they're talking about never in the history of vaccines have people suffered the threat of death without one when they threaten your life with it that means it is the mark don't take it no matter what 
The volcano is expected to continue erupting for weeks. The 1979 eruption lasted two and a half months, and the 1902 eruption, eight months. 20,000 people have already been evacuated. This means that there are many who have sinned, committed the crime of entering covenant with the United Nations beast in ignorance. St. Vincent's is a Catholic stronghold. The Pope made an Easter plea for COVID vaccines to be made available to all people as he falsely prophesies to the world on behalf of apostate modern Israel and the other horn on the second beast of Revelation, the United States with its Pfizer sorcery company. This man will be thrown into the lake of fire for declaring himself and his followers to be servants of Yahweh the Most High while enslaving them to the beast. The Vatican declared last November that the vaccines are morally acceptable despite their abominable content of aborted babies' cells. The justification has to do with the use of older fetal cell lines and that there are no fetal cells in today's vaccines. Well, I have refuted that quite clearly. You can go and click on that link. I've refuted it using testimony by the medical community. Yet, The Pope is falsely prophesying, or should I just say out and out lying to Catholics? One of the Pope's bishops defied him in the same month, last November. Bishop Joseph Brennan of the Diocese of Fresno is urging Catholics, last November, not to jump on the COVID-19 vaccine bandwagon. In a video shared by the diocese that week, Brennan said that some of the researchers racing to produce a coronavirus vaccine have made use of cells derived from an aborted fetus and perhaps other morally objectionable materials. In his message, Brennan said the use of fetal cells at any stage of a vaccine's development means Catholics cannot avail themselves of its scientific results. Yet, here are mostly Catholic St. Vincent people being put into the COVID vice, but them taking the vaccine is ignorance. They are being led by a false prophet, the Pope. They can be forgiven. Those who go looking for religious leaders for permission to be marked will find themselves in the same place as those leaders who gave them that wicked advice. 4,000 people are living in shelters around St. Vincent's Island. Are these unvaccinated people? Are they holdouts? I don't know. Now, let's talk about Israel. Israelis are becoming more and more defiant against Yahweh as the days move ahead. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu declared in a speech this week that Israel will not fall. This was followed by IDF Chief of Staff General Aviv Kokavi saying modern Israel is the Jeremiah generation. He used Jeremiah 31 verses 14 to 16 to claim that modern Israel is the generation of sons that returned to their borders. We are back, this time for good, he said. 
I have news for both of them. They will either repent or Yahweh will visit them again. And this time he won't be so nice. Let's read a few verses in Jeremiah 31. Jeremiah 31.1 At the same time says Yahweh I will be the God of all the families of Israel and they shall be my people. All the families of Israel means all 12 tribes not four tribes parading as all of Israel. Modern Israel the UN created political state of Israel is not biblical Israel it is not Yeshua's kingdom. Jeremiah 31 8 behold I will bring them from the north country and gather them from the coasts of the earth and with them the blind and the lame the woman with child and her that travails with child together a great company shall return here I have news for modern Israel you're not a great company you are one of the tiniest ethnicities on planet earth you were created when the first beast the United Nations beast of Revelation 13 1 through 10 began to rise in 1946 mystery Babylon you are the wicked spawn of the United Nations beast this is why the beast is letting you play in its pond for a while before turning around to destroy you Jeremiah 31 9 they shall come with weeping and with supplications will I lead them I will cause them to walk by the rivers of waters in a straight way wherein they shall not stumble for I am a father to Israel and Ephraim is my firstborn guess who is not Yahweh's firstborn Judah and Judah's coalition that have been called Jews by the Babylonians for the last 2500 years it will be all Israel all 12 tribes who returns with weeping and supplications Jeremiah 31:15 Thus says Yahweh a voice was heard in Ramah lamentation and bitter weeping Rachel weeping for her children refused to be comforted for her children because they were not let's look at what happened to Rachel's children why is Rachel weeping for her children the Jews claim Rachel you know do you know why they claim Rachel because of their replacement theology Jews decry Christian replacement theology but the worst replacement theology is their own which says only the Jews are all Israel and they will bring their false Messiah to prove it Rachel is the mother of Joseph not Judah and she is crying because Judah the son of Leah won't let her children into the land Rachel's twin sister Leah became her nemesis after she married Jacob 
Leah caused Rachel much weeping back then. And Leah is doing the same to Rachel today. Judah is continuing the provocation of his mother Leah against his aunt Rachel who bore Judah's half-brother Joseph. There is much jealousy by Judah against Joseph that Judah tried to kill Joseph. Remember that? The Jews are still trying to kill Joseph and his mother Rachel is weeping for him. But she weeps over Benjamin too because he is with absorbed by Judah and participating in provoking Joseph along with the Jews. So Rachel is weeping over both of her children and she really cries hard when the Jews stand at her grave praying over it declaring her for themselves. Jeremiah 31:27 Behold, the days come, says Yahweh, that I will sow the house of Israel and the house of Judah with the seed of man and with the seed of beast. The religious doctrines of men and beast. The Hebrew word for seed is zera. It means seed and it also means fruit. Fruit becomes ripe just before the harvest and the harvest is at hand my friends the wickedness of men and their beasts their fruit their zera is here here is a later passage that the Jews don't want to know about Jeremiah 44:27 behold i will watch over them for evil now he's talking about the Jews here not the house of israel jeremiah is talking to the Jews And the Lord said, I will watch over them for evil and not for good. And all the men of Judah that are in the land of Egypt shall be consumed by the sword and by the famine until there be an end of them. Modern Israel is and times Egypt. Jerusalem as mystery Babylon combines the Egyptian mystery religions the fruit or doctrines of men with the fruit of a beast called Babylon mystery religious Babylonian government this goes back to Jeremiah 31:27 the seed of man and the seed of beast Jeremiah 44:27 is an end times prophecy that pertains to both the literal nation of Egypt and Jerusalem mystery Egypt why do i say that because Egypt has not yet been destroyed from the time of Jeremiah the Jewish Kabbalah is the Egyptian mysteries codified Another of the Jewish seed bears watching the false messiah also known as the antichrist. I reported last week that the Kabad Jews seem to have found themselves a messiah, a man named Shlomo Yehuda Biri, Solomon Judah Biri in English. 
His first name leads us back to wicked King Solomon, who led Israel into idolatry and who Yahweh cut off from ever sitting on David's throne again. It will be the true Messiah, Yeshua, from the line of Nathan, who will rule and reign. Before I say anything more about him, I must confess that I confused two different Jews' names in my article last week. In discussing their now-dead former Messiah, Schneerson, I mistakenly called him Menachem Begin Schneerson. His name was not Menachem Begin Schneerson, but Menachem Mendel Schneerson. I mistakenly mixed Schneerson's name with Menachem Begin, a former Prime Minister of Israel. Now, moving on, I want to remark that those who claim the videos of Shlomo Yehuda Biri were filmed on March 27 and 28 are incorrect. That is not possible because the Jews do not use electronics on any Sabbath. March 27th was the weekly Sabbath and March 28th was the first day of unleavened bread, also a Sabbath. The films of Shlomo Yehuda Biri were probably done during unleavened bread week after the Sabbaths. This man if he turns out to be the Kabad Messiah and also the Antichrist, still needs to fulfill many other Bible prophecies because there could be competing messiahs today, just as there was before, during, and after Yeshua's time. And there is another clue that tells us this man is a false messiah because of the timing of his appearance at Passover. Yeshua is not coming again at Passover. His return will be at Yom Teruah where he will become king, not the Passover lamb. Now I'm going to return to COVID. We're going to do some more about COVID. And here it comes. The way to keep the pandemic going so the fear mongering can be used to pressure people into getting into the beast's backport system. The Epoch Times reports that there is now a variant that affects vaccinated people more than the unvaccinated. What? Yep. A study from Tel Aviv University found that a southern African variant of the CCP virus affects people vaccinated with the Pfizer shot more than unvaccinated people. The study, which has not yet been peer-reviewed, indicated that the B1351 variant of the virus was found eight times more in individuals who were vaccinated, or 5.4%. 4% against 0.7% against those who were not vaccinated. We found a disproportionately higher rate of the South African variant among people vaccinated with a second dose compared to the unvaccinated group, said Adi Stern of Tel Aviv University. This means that the South African variant is able to some extent to break through the vaccine's protection. These preliminary findings necessitates close continued attention to the dissemination of this strain in Israel. 
emphasizing the need for epidemiological monitoring and systematic sequencing in order to contain further spread of the South African variant in Israel. Even though the South African variant accounted for less than 1% of all COVID-19 cases in Israel, it means that the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine, though highly protective, probably does not provide the same level of protection against the South African B1351 variant of the coronavirus, the study said. Oh no, we need a new Pfizer vaccine which will require another round of gene-altering vaccines to get rid of the God gene that the USCIA had scientists working to identify for decades. That way, people will be willing to walk into the beast's trap. And oh dear, everyone is so concerned about Israel's population. We must all be concerned about Israel's population more than any other. The beast must protect Israel more than other people. Why? Israel is doing the World Health Organization's bidding, leading the world right into the United Nations beast's arms. And now, according to this Dr. Mercola article, there is also now a double mutation of SARS-CoV-2 which targets younger people. Some experts interviewed by mainstream media claim it should be viewed as a whole new virus and a brand new pandemic. Dr. Mercola explains, in some areas of the world, including Florida, where he lives, life has been fairly normal for almost a year. Restaurants opened last April and people have flocked here from out of state and even from other countries to enjoy the fresh air and open businesses. This clearly does not benefit the globalists agenda so right on cue fear mongering is ramping up another notch. The latest fear du jour is a double mutation of SARS-CoV-2 said to target younger people. The fear du jour is the vaccine evading variants of the Wuhan virus. The double mutation virus allegedly has two mutations previously found in two separate variants which help it latch onto cells, the New York Post writes. What they want you to fear now is that this new variant may be more resistant to vaccine antibodies. Younger people might also be more susceptible to it. According to the observer, COVID-19 variants could beat vaccines within a year if pharma policy doesn't change. In other words, they claim that unless sufficiently high numbers of the global population are vaccinated within 9 to 12 months, the virus might mutate to evade the first generation vaccines, rendering them useless. Oklahoma has also confirmed the presence of variants, one that initially emerged in the UK and another that emerged in Brazil. According to the Oklahoman, the faster people can get vaccinated, the slower the virus will spread and fewer people will be exposed to variant strains of the virus, said Dr. Zale Bratzler, the University of Oklahoma's chief COVID officer.
In other words, they're putting everyone's feet to the fire. Hurry, hurry, get the vaccine now. If you wait, it's going to be your fault that the vaccine fails and everyone dies. CNN also warns that unless Americans double down on safety measures until more people are vaccinated, more contagious variants will spread like wildfire. According to CNN, the variant known as B117 is changing the pandemic's playbook and could spell trouble for younger groups that haven't yet been vaccinated. Dr. Peter Hotez went so far as to state that B117 should be thought of as a brand new virus that is acting differently from anything we've seen before. According to the CDC director, Dr. Rochelle Walensky, clusters of positive cases among young people have been connected to participation in youth sports and extracurricular activities. As a result, the CDC is now suggesting that such activities should be limited. If you've got the creeping suspicion that we're about to face another round of lockdowns around the U.S., your spidey senses are probably working just fine, says Dr. Mercola. In a recent interview, Olsterholm said, There isn't a country in the world right now that has seen a big increase of this B117 that is not locking down. The U.S. is the exception. And so the bottom line message from all of these countries is, We could not control this virus until we locked down. Uh-huh. The U.S. will be the very last to get the full impact of the Australian version of the beast's intentions. And look out, you anti-vaxxers. California State Senator Dr. Richard Pan said people who criticize the COVID-19 vaccine ought to be labeled as domestic terrorists. There is a death wave coming, but not from the Wuhan virus. It is coming from the vaccines and the variants which will require more killer vaccines and from the beasts who will want to wipe out all of the unvaccinated population. The Wuhan virus has worked so well to uphold the Jewish state bill ratified by the Jews in July 2018, which says no one but Jews can live in the land of Abraham's inheritance, and it has given the Jews the sense of invincibility and upheld their Jewish supremacy doctrine. The virus is a tool to imprison people inside their own national borders and threaten people with death for being unvaccinated because there is no other way for governments to force people to be vaccinated. There is much more in the news, so be sure to click on this week's News, News, and Prophecy link where you will find this week's prophetic news headlines. That's it for this Beast Watch News update. This is Kimberly Rogers Brown signing off. Click over to BeastWatchNews.com for full comprehensive coverage of all the headlines fulfilling end of days Bible prophecy.